Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today, coming up, Concert Nightmare. At a Travis Scott performance in Houston, eight killed, all under the age of 30, the youngest just 14 years old. Some fans begging for help. But others dancing on top of emergency vehicles. You go to a concert to have fun, you don't go to a concert to die. We're live with the latest on the investigation. Remarkable rescue. He had no idea that uh, she was putting out a, a distress signal. A teenage girl rescued from a kidnapper after using a hand gesture popularized on TikTok, how she managed to flag down a good Samaritan. Plus, marathon mom. I am not feeling good. Two miles in and I'm walking. We're catching up with Erin Azar, the TikTok star who used humor and honesty to document her journey to the New York City Marathon. Our interview, 26.2 miles in the making, straight ahead. Monday, November 8th, 2021. It is the New York City Marathon. From Des Moines, Iowa. Columbus, Ohio. Celebrating our 60th birthday on a girl's trip from South Carolina. Fort Worth, Texas. We're celebrating our 40th birthday. Bucket list trip to New York City. From Memphis, Tennessee. And Huntsville, Alabama. And we're celebrating on today. Oh, love it. Welcome yeah. back to today. Thank you for starting your Monday with us. I, I mean, so proud of all those marathoners out there and then getting up right. early. Well, wow. One of them just had a sign that said I ran 26.2 miles to meet Al Roker. Uh -huh. So it's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. Also, by the way, tomorrow here on today, just ahead of Veterans Day, which is, of course, later this week, our first-hand look at something very special that's happening at Arlington National Cemetery to actually help all Americans mark the 100-year anniversary of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. I spent some time uh, down in Northern Virginia last week. Mm. Got some rare access. We want to show folks how they are planning to, to mark this very <laughs> special occasion. Wow. All right. Mm -hmm. We'll look forward to that tomorrow. Let's get to your news at 8 o'clock Monday morning. A criminal investigation has been launched into that deadly crowd surge. It happened at a weekend music festival in Texas. Eight people killed. NBC's Morgan Chesky joins us from Houston with the latest. Morgan, good morning. Savannah, good morning. It is, it is a somber morning here in Houston where flowers for those eight victims line in RG Park where witnesses say it just took seconds for this concert to turn deadly. And we have new video in this morning showing just how dire the situation was. You can see fans climbing on top of speakers to escape the crush of that massive crowd. 
25 people hospitalized, 11 of them treated for cardiac arrest. Rapper Travis Scott did pause the show multiple times, but it ended up going on for nearly an hour. Kylie Jenner, girlfriend of Scott, who was also at the show, said that they weren't aware of those deaths until after the concert had concluded. Meanwhile, with multiple civil lawsuits and a criminal investigation ongoing, we are told Scott is cooperating along with organizers with authorities. But police are looking into disturbing reports of a security guard being pricked in the neck with a needle and then falling unconscious. Medical staff had to revive him using a drug typically reserved for overdose patients. Uh, in the meantime, police say that this investigation may take weeks, if not longer, as they are currently looking into every single angle of what took place on Friday. Savannah. Morgan Chesky in Houston for us. Thank you, Morgan. Meantime, a 16-year-old girl who was reported missing last week is now safe thanks to a good Samaritan who recognized her signal for help. NBC's Erin McLaughlin picks up this incredible story. Hey, Erin, good morning. Good morning, Hoda. It is a remarkable story. A teenage girl was being abducted in a car, and she made a signal made popular on TikTok, meant to alert people to distress and abuse. A passing note motorist noticed and thankfully knew the hand gesture and called it into police. This man, 61-year-old James Brink, is in police custody this morning, accused of abducting a teenager. He was captured in Kentucky after his alleged 16-year-old victim made a hand gesture popularized on TikTok that alerts people of domestic abuse. A quick-thinking motorist recognized the signal and took action. What the, the TikTok hand gesture is, is you tuck your thumb in and you wrap your forefingers around it and you release tuck your thumb in, wrap your fingers around it, and release back and forth. Deputy Sheriff Gilbert Achardo explained the hand signal used by the distressed teenager who was sitting beside her abductor in his vehicle. We think that the suspect just thought that she was waving at individuals as because she was in the front seat where he was. An alert motorist saw the signal and called police, giving the dispatcher mile marker updates that allowed police to set up a roadblock and make the arrest. The signal was created by the Canadian Women's Foundation in response to a surge in domestic violence. The signal becoming increasingly popular on TikTok, but not widely known. The use of the TikTok hand signal signifying, I'm in trouble, I need help was a groundbreaking event for us and, and maybe nationwide because have we had she not given that signal to a motorist and had a motorist not recognized that signal, who knows where that 61-year-old man would have wound up with this 16-year-old girl. And that teenager is now being reunited with her family in North Carolina, a good ending to a story that could have turned out so differently. Hoda. Wow. All right, Aaron, thank you so much. Well, one of the toughest vaccine mandates in this country went into effect in Los Angeles today. Anyone entering indoor bars or restaurants, along with places like health clubs, museums, and nail salons, must be fully vaccinated. Those who are not can show proof of a negative COVID test within the last 72 hours. City officials say they hope to encourage more people to get their shots because new cases there have started inching up again after a sharp decline. Well, coming up next, we'll keep the inspiration going. And you probably know her, TikTok <laughs> star and mom, and now marathoner, Erin Azar. Lucky us. We got to talk to her a while back about training for the New York City Marathon. So she did it. How's she feeling <laughs> after the big event? We're going to find out. I think she's pretty happy. Yeah, we'll good. find out yeah. right after this. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. 
that's more people than there are in France, which means Tubi is more popular than cigarettes for breakfast. It's more popular than considering iced coffee a total abomination. More popular than loving political revolutions. More popular than mère and mère somehow being different words. Tubi, it's more popular than being French. See you in there. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back. Well, yesterday marked the return of the New York City Marathon after it had to be canceled last year because of COVID. And you could call it a huge success. 33,000 runners took part, including someone we adore around here, TikTok's favorite mom and running star, Erin Azar. We first met her back in September. She is beloved on social media for her honest takes <laughs> on the highs and lows of training. And this morning, she's run into our studio. But first, a look at how she got here. She calls herself Mrs. Space Cadet online. Good morning. Here's another installment of a slightly overweight person who drinks too much beer trying to train for a marathon. Erin Azar definitely isn't your average fitness influencer. I'm just going to run as fast as I can. Do I look cool? What started as a 30-day challenge of running a mile a day. My muscles are all out of whack from pregnancy. I just had my third baby four months ago. Became a much bigger goal of running a marathon. Using humor and honesty, Erin's videos not only capture the real struggles of running. I'm dying and on the verge of crying. But capture millions of views as well. Her journey, which she calls Team Struggle Run, has gone viral with more than 600,000 fans cheering her on. Do I feel like running today? No. I am not feeling good. Two miles in and I'm walking. Sometimes this is what marathon training looks like. In September, she took us on a run with her live on Today. Miss Erin Azar, she's oh, going. How's it going? Uh, well, now I'm running up what I call puke hill, so. Puke hill. Uh, <laughs> after two marathon COVID cancellations, third time's the charm. I'm fine. Everything's going to be fine. I signed up for the New York City Marathon. And on Sunday, Erin ran as a member of the Michael J. Fox team, raising money for Parkinson's research, a cause close to her heart, as her father, Jim, has battled the disease for the last decade. Running across five bridges and through five boroughs, Erin caught it all on TikTok. Here we go! After six hours of hills, personal cheer squads, and getting a little turned around. Oh my God, where are we? Are we still on the course? Erin crossed the finish line, finally accomplishing her goal, years in the making. Ah, and here she is, Mrs. Space Cadet herself, Erin Azar. Oh, 
Got her. Here, come see. We're coming. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I can I, make it. Oh. I know. How do you feel, honey? For real. I took some Motrin this morning. Yes. Good. Okay. So now I can. Everything else works, just not my feet. Your feet. The yeah. dogs are barking. Yeah. Can you? I mean, just watching that last moment when you crossed the finish line at the New York City Marathon after all that you've been through. Just, just what was that like? That moment when you stepped across. It was surreal. I didn't yeah. even think that it was happening for real, <laughs> real, real, real. I envisioned it so many times. I'm like, this can't be happening. Like, I, my legs are working. I'm still moving. And then it was just buckets of tears. Oh, Come, like a mess. I mean, yeah. the journey is beautiful. Could mm -hmm. you have ever imagined when you first? took that step mm -hmm. to try to start running, that you'd be doing the New York City Marathon, that you would be TikTok yeah. famous, <laughs> and a regular here on the Today Show. Not at all. <laughs> this this is completely insane, first of all. Hi. Hi. <laughs> OK, it's real life. Um, but no, I never, ever thought any of this would happen. I just was looking for a couple running friends on TikTok, and it blew up to millions. Now, so. did, did people recognize you when you were running? Did you get some, some Aaron Love tell us? I, okay, Go. I, in all honesty, I thought there'd be a couple cheer sections. I'm yeah. like pumping myself up. There's gonna be a couple of people out there. It was uh, like every quarter mile, every what? tenth of a mile, people had Mrs. Space Cadet signs. Oh, they did People not. were like screaming and I, they're like, oh, I love you. I'm like, I love you. <laughs> I, I felt like a superstar. It was amazing. Since you always keep it real for mm -hmm. um, struggle running, yep. what was it like? I mean, oh it seems yeah. really hard. And yeah. isn't the New York City Marathon particularly hard? I thought that it was. I mean, I think everything's hard. <laughs> but the bridges, I think, I didn't yeah. realize, you know, obviously you have to go uphill before you go downhill. <laughs> that was rough. Um, but it was it was just amazing. The crowds keep you going. But I will say that someone was like, how are you that with it at 23 miles? I'm like, well, I happened to struggle really bad from mile 10 to like 20. So I think I just got out of the way a little early. Yeah, second win. Yeah. Were you listening to music? Like what push, what kept pushing you on? You know, I had my headphones, but I couldn't even listen to the music because I couldn't hear it. The, it was, was the, the crowds. Wow. Yeah, it was that amazing. Oh. It was just, and not even like always for me, obviously, that you're running with so many people and they have their own cheer section. Yeah. So we're all, I was just crying the whole time. By the way, your cheer yeah. section actually is right here. Your yeah. dad, Jim oh. Gaffney. Hi, Jim. Mr. Gaffney, what does it mean to you that your daughter just, it, she met her accomplishment, but she was running for you? Well, it was. I'm really proud of her and proud of the Team Fox members that ran with her for Parkinson's. Well, and you, by the way, your lovely father is here. You also pinned to the window, I should point can out. Can we? You, yes. yes, we can. Hold oh on. God. We got to see him from the front, too. That, those yes. are your people. Tell me who's out there for you. So uh, you have my sister yeah. in, the, in the black, my yeah. mom going back and forth in the middle. There's my husband, Dan. Wait, oh. now Dan likes the, okay, we have to bring it in here because you have a famous pose. Will, will yes. you show us your famous pose? Oh, because we, Yes. Are you guys go, going to try to teach her how to yeah, do it? Yes, show us how to do it. This is okay. very important. Okay. okay, which one do I okay. look at? Okay. Oh, um, right do this one. Okay, so you feet out a little bit feet mm -hmm. out and then you kind of put your arms up bend your elbows a little bit yeah uh, bend your knees a little bit and you kind of tuck your butt in okay yeah just like that and okay. then, yeah that is running outfit of the day pose oh, oh this running is outfit of the day, of the day. Oh, i like I mean, this today one. show outfit of the day yeah, okay. here it is. yes here we go i like I that you guys nailed it thank you well we wow. had a great teacher wow <laughs>
I'm so, impressed. So what's going to happen with the running, Erin? Is that is that going to continue, or did you is are you one and done? You did oh, it. Oh, we are going to keep. What? Oh. We are going to keep going. I would love to do New, the New York uh, City Marathon again, but I do want to do. I want to use it as a way to travel. Yes. So yeah, ah. I've Matt. You can't see the city like that. Like whenever any other time can you yeah. be on the bridges? No cars you know, without police yelling at you. <laughs> yeah. um, it was amazing. So it was such an awesome opportunity. Well, and yeah. again, you were running to help the Michael J. Fox Foundation and its Parkinson's research, which is so near and dear to you. Yes. We're proud of you. Erin, you're a marathoner now. You really are. Yeah, I can, I can, I'm, it's official. It, like, how does it feel? Can I'm, we just give it? Is oh, it heavy? Uh, can I? It's heavy. My mom, she picked it up this morning. Oh she goes, oh my God, does everyone get one of those? <laughs> As if like I won or yes, something yes. and it was only me, you know, <laughs> that got it. Congratulations, Aaron. We're oh, that's you. awesome. Thank you so much. Also, you can find out more about the cause behind Aaron's run, the Michael J. Fox Foundation. Willie ran for it oh, as yes. well for his father, and the information's on our website today.com. All right, 818. Let's go over to Mr. Roker, get a check of the weather. Hey, Al. Okay. <laughs> Look, Al's got it. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right, it's kind of hard to point this way, but Aaron, I guess we're looking at some uh, rain and snow making its way through the northern Rockies. Eastern two-thirds of the country spectacular, just nice and clear. Well, we got 60s and 50s in the mid-Atlantic states, 70s through the Gulf. Look at this, Alaska, single digits in 20s, but boy, Hawaii, that's nice, blue Hawaii. Temperatures in the 80s there. So for today, windy conditions ahead of that big system coming into the Pacific Northwest, feeling cooler up through the northern plains, warm and sunny through the Gulf, through into the mid-Atlantic states, beautiful blue skies stretching from New England all the way down to Florida and into the Gulf. A spectacular day. And that's your latest weather. Best time of the day. Wait, time for a little pop start. Who's here? Oh, well, instead of Carson, who's grieving for his Raiders, <laughs> we got Joe so much. I'm here. Yes. <laughs> I to get there. All right. Good to be here. First up, Sarah Jessica Parker. This morning, the actress is opening up about the eagerly anticipated new Sex in the City reboot. In an interview with Vogue, she takes aim at harsh comments made about her and her co-stars and what she sees as a double standard for women. Morgan Radford is here with details. Hey, Morgan, good morning. Hey there, guys. Good morning. So we all remember Sex and the City, and fans of the hit show are thrilled at the chance to see their favorite fashionistas back on the screen. But but there's been a surprising amount of criticism, too, as some on social media made some really tough comments about the star's aging appearance. And that's why Sarah Jessica Parker is firing back. And just like that, Carrie Bradshaw is back in the big city. Please, you were drunk and he was rich. More than two decades after the show first premiered, the next chapter of Sex in the City is almost here. I'm talking about a woman's right to shoes. And while fans can't wait to see the latest trends in high fashion, some on social media are only focused on the appearance of Sarah Jessica Parker and the show's other stars and how they've aged. Online, the criticism has been harsh, some poking fun and comparing them to the Golden Girls. I'm so tired of calming down. Which is why Sarah Jessica Parker isn't holding back. Writing in a new article for the December issue of Vogue, that it almost feels as if people don't want us to be perfectly okay with where we are. Adding, there's so much misogynist chatter in response to us that would never happen about a man. Over the summer, Parker's appearance was also scrutinized after she was photographed rocking her natural silver streaked hair while dining with her longtime friend Andy Cohen. 
Parker telling Vogue he has a full head of gray hair and he's exquisite. Why is it okay for him? And speaking about her own looks, she says, what am I going to do about it? Stop aging? Disappear? Parker has received a wave of support online for standing up against ageism in Hollywood. The 10-episode revival series on HBO follows beloved characters Carrie, Miranda, and Charlotte as they continue their friendship from their 30s into their 50s. The show's creators say you can expect the same great friendships and fashion as the women navigate the challenges of love and life in the Big Apple, but at a more mature age, with silver hair not often shown on the silver screen. Sarah Jessica Parker is also an executive producer for the series, which does premiere next month. Actress Kim Cattrall, who played the fourth member of the group, Samantha, will not be in this version of the show. But creators say the reboot will feature a new, more diverse cast, guys. All right. See, a lot of folks looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you, Morgan. Of course. All right. Up next, Saturday Night Live this weekend, Kieran Culkin took the stage as host for the first time, but it wasn't the Succession star's first appearance on the iconic show. Back in 1991, when his big brother Macaulay hosted, Kieran joined for a few sketches and was lucky enough to be hoisted uh, into the uh, air by oh Kevin Nealon during the show's end credits. Well, 30 <laughs> years later, Kieran got to recreate <laughs> that adorable moment as the oh. cast waved goodnight, Keenan Thompson and Chris Redd threw Kieran up on their shoulders so he could ham it up one oh, more great. time. Love that moment. Mm -hmm. And it was also a big show for the first time host packed with celebrity cameos. During Ego Wodum's popular sketch, The Dionne Warwick Show, she welcomed a surprise oh, guest to the stage. Oh my God. The actual Dionne Warwick. Check this out. Today I heard a song by an artist called Young Boy Never Broke Again. Hmm. Why aren't people just called Burt Bacharach anymore? <laughs> Well, you know, that is an excellent question, and I don't know the answer, but I will keep tweeting until I find out. <laughs> Everyone loves your tweeting. That sketch proves one thing to the unknowns are better than one. Yeah. Love that. All right, next up, Adele. Ahead of the release of her upcoming album, 30, the Grammy winner is set to appear in a broadcast special event called Adele One Night Only. And great news for fans who just can't wait until Sunday. The set list is already oh. out. Songs include the classics like Hello, Rolling in the Deep, and Someone Like You, mixed in with a few unheard tracks from the new album. It's been a busy week for Adele. On Saturday, she performed in the UK for the first oh. time in four years at the London Palladium. Oh. We can't wait to hear more from the new singer when 30 drops November 19th. That is the end of next Mark, week. Yeah, okay. hey, wait. your calendar. Mm -hmm. to. She has a song called I Drink Wine. That oh. <laughs> yeah. could be our anthem. Because, yeah. exactly. All right, finally, Ed Sheeran, the Grammy winner, just wrapped up a huge week. His new album, Equals, grabbed the number one spot on the Billboard charts. Mm -hmm. Previous albums, number six collaborations project, Divide and Multiply also debuted in the top spot. So this latest album is Sheeran's fourth to hit number one on the Billboard 200 list. And cool. take out his new music on the road soon too, by the way. All right. All right. Nice, nice job, Joe. Nice job, Joe. Way to go. We'll be right back after this. Today feels real good. It's 8.30, it's a Monday morning. It is November the 8th. Our plaza.
Mesa crowd is a 10. Can we just say hello to wow. all these runners? Look these at guys them. finished the marathon. They said their legs are shaking, but they're standing this morning. We're happy to see it's them. So it's, like the, it's like the marathon after party. It's here on the so pause, right? Hot. You know what? We'll take it. Someone just asked me, where's Willie and his medal? Is that what you, what did you ask? I said, where's Willie and his medal? Yeah. And Willie and his medal are in bed. Yeah, that's right. Sleeping in. He's but probably you know, doing morning Joe. You should give like donuts out or something yeah. to this crowd. I mean, honestly, meanwhile, not they're like, yes, pro, it's a pro donut situation over there. It's also Jacob Sobroff. He has a new story for our once in a lifetime series this morning. You are going to meet an NFL captain giving back in a big way to families in need of housing help. And then we're going to take you inside the test kitchen of a world renowned chef ready to share his secrets to make your home cooking that much better. And then coming up on the third hour of today, I cannot wait to share my conversation with Gal Gadot with you on her new action-packed movie, Dancing with the Rock and the latest Wonder Woman. All that coming up. Got a lot coming up. Okay, and then by the way, tomorrow and today, with everyone spending a little bit more time at home than usual, they've become wildly popular during the pandemic. Those air purifiers, but how well do they work? Well, Vicky Wynn, is going to take a close look at what they can and what they cannot do for our health. All right, Mr. Roker, I mean, we've had big crowds, not this big. Yeah, no. You've got to make a run. Do your own marathon. We're going to do, oh. We're gonna do that in a moment. Where? We're going to do that. Let me do the weather. And then, do, and the then we'll the make, weather first, then I'll, the run. I'll do a little mini, 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 <laughs> mini, mini, <laughs> mini marathon. Um, and here, let's show you what's happening week ahead. Coastal flooding, mid-Atlantic down to the southeast. Beautiful sunshine through the Gulf into the plains. Rain and snow out west. And then, as we get into the midweek period, bright skies continue in the eastern third of the country. Wet weather from the upper Mississippi. Mississippi River Valley, mid-Mississippi, mountain snows out west. And then on Friday, we're going to be looking at the wet weather here in the east with some heavy rain, snow showers upper Midwest, plenty of sunshine through the Gulf. That's your latest weather. Time to go around the horn. Everybody, there they go. Look at those medals. All oh, those medals are fantastic. Over there. We love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, they came to run with me. Oh, there they go. We're still going. Come on down. Here we go. Back to you guys. Oh, thank you, Still Mr. Roker. Still got it. I like his mini, 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 mini. marathon. All right. This is today on MBC. Stretch out. We're going to stretch it out. Oh, I almost tripped on Well, we are back 842 on this Monday morning with Once in a Lifetime, our special series with NBC Sports. And this morning, an NFL player using his spare time to take on the housing crisis. Many families are one paycheck away from eviction or from homelessness, and the pandemic has only made things a lot worse. Well, now one longtime athlete and his family are jumping into action to help others in their community and beyond. And NBC's Jacob Soboroff has their story this morning. Hi, Jacob. Morning. Hey, Savannah, good morning to you guys. After 16 years in the NFL, L.A. Rams team captain Andrew Whitworth says he's sticking around because of one thing, and that is community. And his community right here in Los Angeles is one of the most unaffordable places to live in the entire United States of America. More people sleep on the streets here than any other city in the country. What he saw off the field has inspired him to roll up his sleeves and get to work, and it is inspiring other people, too. It's not hard as you drive around L.A. to look out your window and see people living on the street. 
these days? Yeah, I think it's a constant reminder, especially with my kids. There's always this opportunity of a conversation. It's like, Dad, you know, why is this person holding a sign? Or why does this person look like they sleep right there? It was a conversation just like that with Andrew Whitworth's youngest son, Michael, that would change him forever. He said, Dad, you know how you talked about we could help homeless people? We can use Santa. And it just crushed me. He thinks Santa's the, the, the answer to everything. And then, you know what, it, it inspired me. I said, Mike, you, you want to you wanna be Santa for all those people? And he said, yeah, I do. Sweet Whitworth and his family have made it their mission to help put an end to housing insecurity in his home state of Louisiana through rebuilding together New Orleans and with Habitat for Humanity in his own backyard, California, where 20% of households are at risk of not being able to afford or pay rent. The idea that there are so many housing insecure people in Los Angeles, I don't think is something that many people across the country know. And I play uh, in the NFL and have a job that I think is um, amazing every Sunday to get out there and run out on a field and have people cheering you on. But you know what, it's one that I think is pretty easy. When I think about people who are just working their butts off to have somewhere to sleep, that they feel safe, um, you know, it makes me realize how blessed I am, but also how much more I can do. Over the course of his 16-year NFL career, the LA Rams team captain is led by example, putting in the work. He says it's his duty to give back to a community that's given him so much. People buy tickets to come support us and root us on and cheer for us to play a game. Why is it not the same way back? When Whitworth learned about one group of families in Los Angeles who were finally achieving their dreams of home ownership after years of housing insecurity, he knew he had to cheer them on. We knew this was a chance to open some doors for people who've been dying for the opportunity to, to own their own home, feel safer when they walk in their own home. LA native Kyla works at a church and she's studying to become a minister. For generations, her family has been renters, at times fearing for their safety. Where we presently live is not as safe as some neighborhoods. Just the walk from the car to the house is scary. Bruce and his parents can relate. They were forced out of their family home after nearly 25 years due to rent hikes. That area just kind of uh, started coming up, you know, in value, and we we were kind of just forced out of the um, out of the neighborhood. Single mother Maria has worked her whole life to provide for her daughter Valerie. The ever-changing cost of LA rent has been a huge stress for her. I feel the pressure of being a single mom and have to provide for me and my daughter. But now, thanks to Habitat for Humanity of Greater Los Angeles helping with affordable mortgages and these families putting in hundreds of hours of hard work building houses, they finally have a safe and secure place to call home. It's a dream come true. It just feels like we're just stepping into a whole new season for our family. Like, what this means for our generations after us, that we have like a home in Los Angeles is huge. Inspired by their stories, the Whitworths have a surprise for these special families. You said that you feel blessed. Me and my family would, would love to try to bless you a little more. We're gonna cover the down payment for all of you guys in your homes. And congratulations. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Congratulations. And to fill their new houses, some new furniture. The folks at Lowe's heard about each of you and they want to give each family a $10,000 gift card. So congratulations to you guys. Get in there. 
It's life-changing. I can't even put into words what this means for me. I feel like Cinderella. Real happy. <laughs> Real happy. I think it's a day to be proud and to realize how special things are in this world when we all work together, just caring about one another and caring about people. One of the things you guys absolutely love about getting to know Andrew Whitworth and hearing what he had to do, what he had to say and what he wants to do is that he's not waiting for anybody else to come in and fix the system. He's doing everything he can to help whoever he can as soon as he can. And if that wasn't enough, he's given $20,000 to causes here in L.A. after every single uh, home game here at SoFi wow. and HODA uh, to causes back home in Louisiana as well. Wow. wow. I love it. Just reaching into his own pocket yeah, to get it done. I love it. Start it with his son. Right. Look yeah. at the example he's setting <laughs> for his kids as well. Thank Welcome you, Ray. Great. This so series good. is so terrific. Yeah, yeah. It, is. it really is. Thanks, Jacob. Coming up next, guys, we're going to introduce you to a team of world-renowned chefs ready to share their secrets of how to simplify the way you cook. But first, this is Today on NBC. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are golden retrievers. Which means Tubi is more popular than using meat-flavored toothpaste. More popular than never figuring out what W-A-L-K spells. More popular than kicking your leg when a human rubs your belly just right. Tubi, it's more popular than golden retrievers. See you in there. Hey, it's Mel Robbins. Let's cut to the chase. There is a change you want to make right now, but you're waiting to feel motivated. You don't need motivation. You've got me. You can change your life anytime you want. And when you're ready, the Mel Robbins podcast is here to help you with inspiration and simple science-backed tools to help you create a better life. Listen to me and you'll feel motivated, all right. Listen and follow the Mel Robbins podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're back with Today Food. This morning, the new mission from one of the world's most famous chefs to show home cooks just how far pantry staples can take you. Yeah, and for a first-hand look, he took NBC's Kelly Kobiea into his <laughs> test kitchen. Kelly? Guys, good morning. Well, this little deli on this busy street in Notting Hill in London has become one of the city's biggest tourist attractions. And we actually met up with a man behind the international brand, Yotam Otolenghi, to hear more about what he and his team call shelf love. This may not look like the center of a food empire, but inside this humble London warehouse, mouth-watering magic. This is where the magic happens. This is our modest test kitchen. Now, international famed chef Yotamoto Lengi and his team, led by Noor Murad, want to teach all of us to do the same with their new book, Shelf Love, showing love to all of those ingredients in the back of the pantry, fridge, and freezer. Maybe it's just me, but I find those shelves very intimidating. <laughs> but we want them to be very inviting. Today, they're showing me how to transform sweet potatoes into shakshuka, a spicy one-skillet egg meal. There's often people have uh, this kind of phobia from things that have been relegated to the very, very back of the shelf. So in this book, we, we say, open up your heart to your shelves and see what's hiding there. The Israeli-born Otolenghi is famous for introducing millions worldwide to Middle Eastern spices and flavors like rosewater and za'atar. He studied literature, but fell in love with food, 
Opening his first deli in London's Notting Hill in 2002, it gained a cult following, the brand expanding fast to six delis and restaurants, best-selling books, and cooking shows. It was March 2020. During the pandemic, with restaurants closed, he and his team, like the rest of us, had to get creative. Can you see me and hear me? And kept in touch by cooking their favorite recipes. Shelf Love teaches how to experiment. And another post-pandemic trend, use every last bit of what you have. In this recipe, those sweet potato skins become a tasty topping. Just taking those skins and breaking them up, tossing them in a bit of olive oil with a bit of salt and pepper. And this goes into the oven for eight to 10 minutes. They make a really delicious snack. There's even a make it your own section to add your preferred substitutions. Yeah. So to make this my own, I can just choose different lettuce leaf. No salad dressing? Segment a lemon and add herbs and olive oil. No cheddar for the eggs? Shelf Love says anything oozy and melty will work. You can see this kind of oil bubbles coming from the side and you yeah. know you're on the right track to deliciousness. You can even put your own post-Thanksgiving spin on it. If you've got like a sweet potato mash or you've got a, a pumpkin mash or you can mix it up with potato and pumpkin, heat it up and put the eggs inside and you're guaranteed this is something really delicious. The book's main message, to make do with what you have. Every book we want to teach a skill and I think the skill to be resourceful and creative and using up what you have is a timeless skill that you could use forever, really. Alrighty, so bon appetit. Again. We're all silent, so I guess that's a good thing, right? <laughs> the moment you get that crispy skin in your mouth, you're, you're seriously happy. <laughs> if your mouth is now watering for a little sweet potato shakshuka, you can find the recipe on today.com slash food. And the cookbook is now available in the U.S. Mm. Guys. Oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah, it did. Well, just ahead in our third hour, going to be interesting. We're going to chat with NBA legend Scotty Pippen live in studio wow. about this controversial new memoir he's got. Look forward to that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. A little later on the fourth hour, we'll share some laughs with SNL's star Keenan oh, Thompson. What's up Kenan. with that? Uh, oh, what's up with that? Oh, Woo! my favorite. I love Keenan. The best. Yeah, he's the, oh, by the way, we also got Gal Gadot coming on. Oh. On the third hour, wow. and she is delightful. You talk Wonder Woman. Talk Wonder Woman. Ooh. She. We try to get some stuff. And why is she now being called Gal Big Toes? Oh, well, uh, Big Toes. What's a tease? Sounds flattery. Those toes are pretty. Coming up next, the third hour of today. Hey, it's Mel Robbins. Let's cut to the chase. There is a change you want to make right now, but you're waiting to feel motivated. You don't need motivation. You've got me. You can change your life anytime you want. And when you're ready, the Mel Robbins podcast is here to help you with inspiration and simple science-backed tools to help you create a better life. Listen to me and you'll feel motivated, all right. Listen and follow the Mel Robbins podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.